I'm Kerry Fink, and what a pleasure it is to welcome you to the Kingdom Living podcast broadcast with uh, none other than Glenn Reppel, who is the CEO of uh, GA Reppel and Company, but also the president, founder, uh, author, speaker, everything connected to the Reppel Minute. How are you today, Glenn? Oh, fantastic. Uh, you know, some people, uh, I was just with a lady the other day, and uh, uh, you just saw the enthusiasm come through her. And, and again, that's that's God within us. And sometimes people say, how are you doing? Well, I'm water walking today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that that's, that's an important part that we really exude, uh, which just comes out. It's not something you can fake. It just it comes out with with Christ living inside us. So, uh, and again, as I was telling before we came on air, uh, this this is my my week. This is what I look forward to is this teaching and breathing life over the airwaves uh, with the Word of God. Uh, it's just just what a privilege. Just so thankful to be able to do this. You know, and it's so encouraging uh, to see what God is doing through the Kingdom Living. Uh, effort, because really now the audience keeps growing globally uh, by leaps and bounds. The engagement of the audience keeps growing. And so uh, as you're watching this, we're first of all, we're so grateful uh, that God ordained for you to be here and, and to receive this message at this time. And Glenn, as you know, the messages have been getting increasingly powerful. Uh, the, the one that we just, uh, uh, last episode, uh, episode number 56, called Do You Believe? Uh, is such a great capstone to some of the teachings that led up to it. And this just keeps getting more and more important. So uh, if you're joining us and you're new to the Kingdom Living, I want to remind you that every single one of these podcasts is available to you, not only on the um, the, the website, which is therepelminute.com, but you can also subscribe on YouTube, uh, look for The Repel Minute, or on Facebook, uh, you can like and follow us there, The Repel Minute. And we also now are kind of basically, you can pick your favorite uh, platform that you like to uh, podcast. A lot of people, you know, use Apple, iTunes, podcasts. Other people like to go to their Alexa and pull it up on, on the Amazon or Audible podcast. Some people uh, prefer Google podcast. Some like iHeartRadio or Spotify. But wherever you go like that, you're going to find uh, just Google The Repel Minute or Kingdom Living, and you'll be able to access the podcast and take it with you wherever you go. You could be in your car. Some people just like to have their phone with them and a pair of headset, maybe uh, listening at work or just getting the word and infusing yourself so that you understand who God created you to be. And Glenn, I'm so excited about the message that we're going to get into today, but I want to remind people that much of this is based around a book that uh, uh, God gave you originally that, that started out as, as an outgrowth of what you've been doing since 2006, where you published the REPL Minute, that daily, uh, I call it a Bible motivational. And, and out of that comes this book called Fraud, What God Has to Say About Tactics of the Enemy. And, and God gave you 40 uh, kind of like bite-sized steps. This isn't a big book, but boy, it's a powerful book because it exposes uh, the enemy's tactics to try to keep you down. And Glenn, what you keep uh, presenting, and we, we always laugh about it, we say, we're not, this isn't an opinion show. Everything we're doing is quoting the Bible. And so it's just all based on word of God. And what, what is impressive to me as, as people are finding this and appropriate this for themselves, 
it's really encouraging us to, to be who God sees us already to be. And Glenn, with that, I'm just so excited to have us get underway today. It's, it's so exciting. Yeah, th th thank you, Karen. And, and, and it is. And again, uh, a part of my life has been just uncovering uh, those lies and that fraud uh, that I believed in to, to, to move to truth. And so that's a, kind of the outgrowth of, of the fraud. And, and again, we're going to be exposing another fraud uh, or another belief that, that we have uh, today. And I really enjoyed last, last week's uh, podcast also. Uh, and, and so those that didn't, didn't hear, because one of the questions we asked uh, last week was, what's the greatest technology uh, that's here on earth? And, and you really need to get that because that, it's a great question. What's the greatest technology on earth? We're not going to give them the answer. You have to go look at the podcast. Uh, but, it, but it's really, really, really. So here's, here's a question for this week is, is when do you experience the divine nature of God? Because a part of that question is, and part of our training, uh, our, our thinking, our thinking has been, I experience the divine nature of God when I get to heaven. When I die, I get to experience the divine nature of God. Duh. Wrong. We're going to be exposing that, that that's, that's not the truth. We get to experience the divine nature of God now. Now. And we're going to see that and see some scriptures that go through this. Before we do that, uh, this morning, the Lord just laid this on my heart because this has been a scripture that we all know. We know this scripture. And, and I was just meditating on it. Uh, and it's one that I used to just pray every time I would, I would speak publicly. But it moved my heart uh, to another level uh, this morning. And, and let's, let's just look at this. Uh, and again, it depends on the translation, uh, but I always used to speak it, may the words, let the words, let the words. And what is the word? What is the word? The word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word is Jesus. So let the word, and that word is a double-edged sword because the word is a word coming because because God spoke in the beginning. He spoke, let there be light. So that's the word, and that word comes, and it then comes through us as sons and daughters, as children of God. It manifests in and through us. So Carrie, all we've been doing through these podcasts and these teachings, we're, we're, what I'm doing right here is we're speaking the word of God as it comes through us. We're reading it. We're reading it. So this isn't, this isn't a, like you said, opinion. We're reading. So what is the word? The word is Christ in us. We're going to be seeing the hope of glory. And so let the word, the word of God. And again, the word, as we talked about in last week, is that word was planted into Mary meaning the word became flesh. And she said, be it unto me according to your word. So that seed was planted in her. So that word is what really transforms each one of our lives also, because that's what that's how we're born again. So let the words of what? Our mouth, our mouth, uh, and the meditation. And so I, I, I looked up meditation today too. I said, what, you know, again, we know meditation, but, but what it does, it, it opened up a whole new uh, area to me because it, it, it also had music with it. 
is music. It had tone. It, it's the singing. And so a part of our meditation is, is not only the words that we're speaking, but there's a tone to our words. There's a music to it. Uh, there, there's life to the meditation that comes out of the words that we're speaking of my heart. So let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart. And what's the heart? That's our soul. That's our inner being. That's our mind. Our brain is in our head. We have the mind of Christ. So as our heart is renewed, and, and with that, we're aligning uh, our will with the words that's in our heart, then it's going to overflow out of our mouth. And the it's going to be music. It's going to be sweet soul music coming out. Because I, I learned a long time ago, I, and this is just the way I listen. And some people don't, uh, they say, well, Glenn, you're not listening. Well, sometimes what I'm listening to is not words, but I'm listening to tone. Because if someone's harsh and bitter, you know, I just, I, I have a heart that I, that I tone that out. That's just, I don't know, that's just been a period. But if someone has a loving, uh, a tone, uh, an, an exuberance, uh, wow, it's, it's easy to hear that. Uh, uh, and, and so may the words, let the words of, and again, this is David speaking. The words of, he says, my mouth, not of your mouth or our mouth. He said, my mouth. So let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my soul, my inner being, do what? Be acceptable and pleasing to you, Lord, in, in your sight, in your sight. Oh, Lord. Now, look at this. My firm and immovable, my rock, my rock. That's our protection, our safe, and my redeemer. So, oh Lord, so he, so, so may that whole, our whole life uh, be a reflection. May we be that sweet music that's just being playing with the words in our heart, lining up and pleasing to his will. His will's there. And so our whole life, our inner being is lining up with that, our redeemer. Now, again, one of the thoughts that occurred here too that just came over me today was, when was this written? This was written a thousand years before redemption. Now let's think about that. So he's calling our Lord, our Savior, our rock and redeemer a thousand years before the cross. His belief, as we talked about, like he believed in the coming redeemer. Yet we're 2,000 years after the cross. And we taught last week, do you believe? The Redeemer has come and redeemed us. And we have our position here on earth that we're going to be talking about. So, so that's exciting. What a life that David had to be speaking this. And here we are now reading it, speaking it, and, and it does not return void. It goes out from the mouth of the sons of God, the children of God, to meet its purpose. So that's our purposes here, Carrie, that we've been doing uh, over, over these, these months and years of just taking the word of God, and it goes out, it will not return void. It'll come to meet the purpose uh, that God's intended purpose has been. And uh, we just appreciate people being on uh, and, and listening to these podcasts. So let's put the, the uh, a proverbial fraud fire extinguisher. Uh, 
so today's proverbial fire extinguisher and the fraud is on natural man. And again, as, as we've been teaching over the years, is we talk about uh, which is greater, what you see or what you don't see. And, and we, the unseen created the scene. But what, what we do is we walk so much by the natural man. We have so much, we put our faith and trust in the man, our natural man. Yet what we don't see is the divine nature of man. And again, as, as we came on before, before we started talking, uh, before the podcast, uh, I was talking about, even when I wrote that on here, it, I'm going, wait, the divine nature of God. But what we're going to be learning and putting the fraud fire exterminate is the natural man, because we have the divine nature living in man. We have the divine nature living in man. That divine nature of God lives in man. When? Now. So, and, and we went through this really well last week, but I want to go through this again because I think it's really important uh, when, when we talk about how, uh, you know, in the beginning, in the beginning, and we talk about the three greatest historical events ever, and those are great teachings that we go through and, uh, that, that are, those podcasts are available to you. But, but what happens here is that God, God, God created, he created. So he's the source. He's the source of creation. He created the heavens and the earth. And I'm just using this picture to show heaven, the unseen created the tangible scene, matter. So, so heaven as the source created heaven, the unseen, the seen. And, and he said, let there be light. And so he has a spoken word that came in. And so that's the creation. And with that, uh, it, it, there's just so much around it, understanding uh, that the creation of what, how we're made uh, with this great technology uh, that in this body that we've got uh, to manage the world with a spirit living in us and a, and a soul living in us with a body. And so he put us here on earth to manage his kingdom living in us. So we're, and again, we've talked about this in past podcasts, is we're bi-locational. That's our design. Jesus was bi-locational with heaven and earth with a body. He had spirit and a body. And so we have a spirit and a body and a soul. And so with that, we are bi-location because heaven, and, and I, I love this when you say, heaven is open. And Carrie, I remember you just saying that and I go, wow, heaven is is open now but somehow we still have this thinking that i'm not good enough uh that heaven can't be open for me i'm not good enough and so with that fraud that lie we've distilled and we'll talk about that some more but but heaven is open now and jesus came uh, because uh, to bring heaven to live inside a man now so uh he created us uh as spirit beings uh, out of the dust of the ground and, and formed us into his image and likeness, breathe, breathe life. So we're life-giving souls. We're life-giving. And so with it, as that life came in, that's the same life that came into the womb of, of Mary. 
where the spirit of God entered in there. And that's the same born again spirit that we have. But how did creation go? Because in creation, uh, Adam and Eve had, had a choice because we have two trees. Uh, we have the tree down in the bottom half left here. We can see the, the tree of the knowledge, the knowledge of good and evil. And when you eat of that tree, what happens? Because we know this. We've heard these stories. If you eat of that tree, what happens? Uh, you die. You die. Well, well we kind of got to grasp what that really means. And then we have also in the center of the garden uh, was the tree of life the tree of abundance, the tree of life. And, and this is the tree that is the source of our life. So God has given us uh, in, in, in the ability to choose. Do we, which tree do we want to eat from and get life? Or do we want to look at this tree uh, of, 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 of uh, the knowledge of good and evil? And so when Adam chose that, he died. He died. He died. He lost his fellowship and relationship with his father, and he got kicked out of the garden. And the gardens is now protected, which we, we went to last week uh, with the archangels and these fiery swords that have got to enter back in. And so, so he got kicked out. And so that's what happened with the fall. And we, we asked this question, like, when did death and sickness and disease start? What happened at the fall? So what's rampant over the world right now is sickness, death, and disease. And, and we have that. And through that then comes the consequences that we have of sin and guilt and shame and pain and condemnation, the inferiority complex, orphan spirit, rejection, uh, injustice, and fear. And a big one here is judgment. We're going to be talking about that uh, a little more here. Judgment enters in, which brings in condemnation. And so, but thanks be to God. So, so, so what happens, we're born into the fallen world. We're into this kingdom of darkness with the satanic rule of the prince of this world. And so, and again, when Jesus talks about, he says to the Pharisees, your father's the devil. Well, guess what? We're, we have an earthly father. We also are born with a spiritual father and we're born and trained by the world, which is the, the prince of this world. That's what we're trained in until, until we receive the redemption, which is the big thing. We're restored back into the spirit life that we're designed to live in and restored. And when Jesus took, so, so Jesus came, he didn't, you know, in, in that, uh, the, the teaching and, and the teaching, at least the thinking we sometimes think about is, is we're saved to go to heaven. So I die, I get my ticket to heaven. Well, th th there's truth to that, but that's not the full truth. The full truth is he came to bring us life now abundantly here on this earth. Now, now, so we can be the sons of, the whole earth is, is groaning and looking for sons and daughters to have the authority and the dominion that was God's original plan for man here on earth to have dominion and bring the kingdom of God because the first sermon Jesus ever preached after being baptized uh, was the kingdom of God is here now. It's within you. It's within your region. That's me. I am life. And so Jesus came and he brought, he, 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 he brought us back into that relationship and he had to leave so that the Holy Spirit, God, the father, 
God the Son, now the God, the Holy Spirit could live, Carrie, in you and I and everybody listening. That is the good news. That's the good news. There's no performance that we have to do to, to, to hear and receive because faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. So this is the spoken word of God that we're speaking. So he came, God's plan is an abundant life that we see and we see to be Christ-likeness. So, so that's because that's that image. And we're going to be talking about the divine nature. I am the divine nature of man. The divine nature lives in me. We're Christ likeness, the restoration and in entering into that, that relationship, that fellowship that we have with God. So when we're born again, that Holy Spirit comes back in. And then we've moved out of the, the kingdom of, of darkness. Uh, which is ignorance. Darkness is, is ignorance into the kingdom of light, uh, which is the kingdom of knowledge. So we're going to see in some scriptures uh, about the divine nature. We're going to see scriptures about our, our identity of who we are. And, and let's look at uh, Psalms 8, uh, which, which helps us uh, see uh, in Psalms 8, uh, verses 4 to 6, is that uh, is what is man? that you're mindful of him and the son of earthborn. So we're earthborn, but don't forget, we're bilocational. So, so with that, when the spirit comes in, we're, we're earthborn through uh, our, our, our fathers. But here's, here's one thing I want to say, this is really kind of neat too, is we, there's, there's only two species of humans. And there's only two bloodlines of humans. That's a big statement. Now, what are they? We can either come through the Adam bloodline or we can come through the redeemed bloodline of Jesus Christ. That's a big idea, is that we get a blood transfusion when the blood of Jesus, when, when like when Mary said, be it unto you according to your word. When that word comes in, we're being redeemed. The spirit comes in and the soul is being renewed as the soul renews and, and, that, and the, the spirit of God in our soul aligns with the spirit of the Holy Spirit. Our body begins having the divine nature also. So we've talked about divine health in some of our past podcasts too. So what is man that you're mindful of him, the son, earthborn man that you care for him? He loves us. <clears throat> You've made him, but a little lower than God. So we're made like God, our heavenly blessings. And here it is. You've crowned who? Carrie, you and I and everybody, you've crowned us with his glory, his, his glory and honor. We're crowned. Uh, we're crowned because we're part of that family. You've made him, me, you, us, to have what? Dominion over his creation, the works of his hands, and all the things, all of this, that red line is underneath our feet. We have dominion over the spirit. We have dominion over the earth. That's what Jesus came to do, is, is bring dominion back to the family of God, to the citizens of the kingdom of God. So that's our position. Now, this, this, is, this is really important as we play, as we understand our divine nature. And this is Romans 8, and, and I, 
I just, uh, Romans 8 is such an important part of our, our, our just our, our understanding. And we know these scriptures, but at the same time, I highlight them and I color code them because red uh, kind of is, 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 is not good and, and green is good. So we're, the red and the green kind of come in. But there is therefore now, 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 no condemnation. Okay, there's, it's because we're learning about judgment because mercy triumphs over judgment. And see, this carries over from the old covenant to the new covenant. And so there is now no condemnation to who? To those are where? In Christ Jesus. Because we're in Christ Jesus. And in, in, in that green line, red line, we had a throne up there. That throne is Christ. Is, is that we're sitting with him on the throne. And I'm not going to get into those scriptures today, but we've talked about some of that, but uh, the, we're sitting with Christ because we're in Christ. So there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Now look at this, who do not walk according to the flesh. What we see, what we hear, what we feel, what we taste, what we touch, is that we're not walking by the desires of the flesh or even of the body because the body does. And, and again, I've, we've talked about this with some of the divine health and, and my cocaine habit, my cocaine habit was a sugar habit. And again, that sugar was desiring and said, Glenn, do this, eat this. And, and, and with that, that's just like cocaine. There's a desire that goes on in there and walking by the flesh. And again, there's so many habits we can have in our, our mind and the way we think and the retraining. And that's why the book Fraud was written because to get rid of some of those lies and to come in line with the truth. So do not walk according to the flesh, but what? Walk according to the spirit because that spirit is inside of us. And, and here, there's two laws. There's two laws that we've got in, in the kingdom. We got two laws, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That's the law. That's the tree uh, of, of life. So we have the, the, the law of the tree of life. Uh, and, and when we walk by the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, what does it do? It gives us freedom. And what we see politically is, is, is that, you know, people talk, they're, free, they're losing their freedom. Our freedom is in Christ. That's where freedom's at. Our freedom's in Christ. Man cannot do anything to us because uh, God has already given his justice to us, and he's wanting us to have dominion here on earth, to bring the kingdom of God, of his righteousness, his love here to earth. As we've received it, we want to give it back up. So there's two laws. The law of the spirit of life in Christ has made us free from the second law, which is the law of sin and death, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that tree is one of performance. It's one of religious activity also. I, can, I do these things so I can get to God. No, we get to God through Jesus Christ and what he did by his love and grace and mercy. And receiving that, not in our brain, but into our heart and believing as we talked about last week. Martha, do you believe this? He who believes in me will never die. Will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? And that's such an important word. And so here in, in James 2, verse 13, 
for judgment down on that red line, down on that red line, that red line can be erased when we're redeemed because we pass, we don't go through judgment. Judgment has already happened and Jesus and the scriptures have gone through and passed podcast, we've been adjudicated, not guilty. And some of the scriptures are so neat because it it's just like uh, our, our hard drive uh, of all the guilt and shame and conflict. It's been ripped up, torn up, and, and God sees us through the blood of Jesus, and he sees us spotless. And so for judgment will be merciless to the one who has shown no mercy. So judgment is merciless, but, but, but here it is, to the one who has shown mercy. Who's the one that has shown mercy? Jesus has shown mercy. Mercy triumphs victoriously over judgment. So when we receive mercy, we can give mercy, but we have to see the one who triumphed over judgment is Jesus. And so what happens when we walk in a judgment, see, and that's what's going on with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We're judging people. We're judging situations. Oh, that's good. That's bad. Don't do that. Do these things. No, we, meaning when we're walking in the tree of life, we're seeing other sons and daughters through the blood of Jesus, the way God sees you and I. And so what happens, mercy triumphs over judgment. So judgment leads to condemnation which leads then to the law of sin and death. But the judgment, the righteousness of God, of God sitting on the throne, leads to the tree of life. And he says, you've been adjudicated, not guilty. And that's by God's grace. That's not by any performance. But we've just been trained that performance is so important because we're trained through our school systems, getting A's, B's, and C's, and D's, and F's, and, and training by winning. And yeah, all those things have, have some, some good to it. But when we recognize God's grace is freedom that comes to us, boy, we get set free. So here's where I want to want to move to was something that that I just really got into recently is just in in second Peter chapter one and it really and again I've, I've done this teaching in the past but it became uh, really new to me also about never stumbling because in some of the teachings I've done in the past is that there, there's there's a scripture in here that we're going to go to it says you'll never stumble so face face ladder of virtue to never stumbling. So as we understand this, we're going to begin understanding the divine nature that comes to us. And in this letter, and again, I've got footnotes in there, and this is in the Passion Translation. I just love the Word of God. I read many versions of it. And sometimes, care we need to talk about how we read the Bible and so forth in, in different versions. And just, I love and, and just encourage you, ask questions, write it down in your Bible. What, what's this mean? And what happens, the Lord will eventually, through the Holy Spirit, show you. And it's because, you know, we didn't, Paul didn't learn this from any man. He got it through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. So all we're doing here again is we're reading the word of God. Now there's some footnotes in here, which really is kind of neat because it does, does some revelation because this coming out of the passion, but this letter is from Simon Peter, a loving servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. I'm writing to those, writing to those have been given a faith as equally precious as ours through the righteousness of God and Savior Jesus Christ. And one of the footnotes here, basically what this is saying to it, it's a clear 
testimony uh, that Christ is equal, the equality of Christ and God is the footnote here. So in verse two, may grace and perfect peace cascade over you as you live in the rich knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So, and again, there's that cascading of God's grace dealing with our soul, our mind, our will, and emotions. May the grace and perfect peace, the divine nature of God that we're going to get to, uh, cascade over our life as we understand the mysteries being revealed to us through the revelation of God's word living inside of us. Uh, as we as it reveals Jesus all the way from Genesis to Revelation is the revelation of Jesus living in man. So what we have then is is in verse three, everything we could ever need for life and godliness, look at this, has already been deposited in us by divine power. Come on, do we believe that? Everything we could ever need for life and God has already, already been deposited in us by divine. For all of this was lavished upon us through the rich experience. It's an experience, so we can believe God, but are we really experiencing of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness? And this is what God's desire is, that we become the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God now here on earth. And as a result of this, he has given us you magnificent promises that are beyond all price. We can't buy this. So that, here's the so that, so that through the power of these tremendous promises, what? We get to experience, not with just, not, not with this brain knowledge, we get to experience this partnership with what? The divine nature. So we have this partnership with the divine nature by which we, you have escaped what? The corrupt desires of the world. So it's just like Goshen is, is in Israel, in, in Egypt. The, the Israelites were protected, they were in Goshen. So there's a protection, there's a divine nature as this corrupt world is out there we, we are sons and children and the citizens, we're, we're bilocated, heaven and earth, and in, in living inside of us with the kingdom. And the footnote down here, too, is the Greek word is kenosis, means to participate as a partner, to partake of, to be a companion with, to have fellowship with the divine nature. This is the one of the great mysteries of our faith, that God, look at that, God shares his nature with Carrie, Glenn, with everybody list. He's sharing his nature with us. We are given birth by what? The Holy Spirit to be God's true sons and daughters. And every father, look at this, every father imparts his DNA and his nature to his children. So who is your daddy? Who is your father? When we become born again, our Father is God the Father, with God the Son, with God the Holy Spirit, the divine nature of God, the triune God 
living inside us. The, the Greek word physis, nature, is taken from the word phigo, which means to give birth, produce, bring forth, and to grow up. Christ lives in us and transforms us into his very own likeness. In Christ, we share with him the divine nature. We will all bear the image of the man from heaven, Jesus Christ. So as Christ is, so are we. So we bear that same image of the divine nature of heaven and earth inside of us. So that was verse three and four. Wow, let's keep going. So here's faith's ladder of virtue. And again, this is 2 Peter 1. This is a few, again, what are we doing? We're just reading. We're reading right here. Now, to me, it gets my juices going, but faith's ladder of virtue into never stumbling because the divine nature is in us. There's a, there's a, a, uh, the never stumbling. So, <clears throat> so devote yourselves to lavishly supplementing your faith with goodness and to goodness, add understanding and to understanding, add strength of self-control and to self-control, add patience, endurance, and to patience, endurance, add godliness and to godliness, add mercy towards your brothers and sisters and to mercy toward others add unending love. Now, uh, what happens in the footnotes in the Passion, they had this kind of this formula down here. I thought, oh, this is kind of neat. Faith plus goodness equals understanding. Goodness plus understanding equals inter-strength, soul strength, soul strength. Understanding plus the inner soul strength adds to patience. Inner strength plus patience adds to godliness. Patience plus godliness as to mercy, and don't forget, mercy trumps judgment. So patience, godliness, mercy, and godliness plus mercy equals love. Now, and when we have these things, and we know we have these things, we know the divine nature is living in us, these things will be a part of the fruit that comes out of us. So the, 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 faith, the faith's ladder of virtue uh, to not stumbling. So here, here's a major part of it here. So since these virtues are where they're already planted within Carrie and Glenn, and everybody listen, and you possess them, how? In an abundant supply that will keep you from being inactive or fruitless. So if we think we're fruitless, we need to go back and look at the divine nature, and because the enemy is going to attack us with that thought. You're fruitless. You're not, there's nothing going on. No, we're shining. We're a light because we're walking and, and we will never die. We have everlasting life because we've been redeemed. And so they will keep you from being inactive or fruitless if your pursuit of knowing Jesus Christ more intimately. So a part of the teaching we've been doing over these years is to is the pursuit of knowing Jesus Christ more intimately, entering into that relation more and more. But here comes a big but. But and this is important. We get this. But if anyone lacks these things, they're blind. They got the veil over them. Uh, the shades are drawn. The curtains are drawn. He is blind, constantly closing his eyes to the mysteries of our faith. 
So they're again walking by sight. They're not walking by the spiritual eyes that God wants to open to us, the heaven living inside a man, the spirit coming in. They're constantly closing his eyes to the mysteries of our faith and forgetting, now this is, this is powerful, forgetting his innocence. Adam was innocent until he rebelled, declared his declaration of independence, and, and he get, we, God gave us choice. So he chose to, to, to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and, 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 and death and sin entered in. So that, that's the tree of, 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 the, of, 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 of death. So his innocence, for, and again, forgetting his innocence, for his past sins have been washed away. So we forget that. Guess what happens? <laughs> We lose that, that thinking takes over and that light starts getting dim. Even though we're saved, this is the part of our sanctification of growing in the knowledge, pursuit of knowing Jesus Christ more intimately. And I've known in my walk, what I've watched is my ups and downs. My ups and downs and swings used to be like this, but then over time now, I'm noticing it, that thought can enter in. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I speak, speak in, inside myself and, and, and get with the word. And, and, and again, that peace that passes all understanding, peace, because circumstances, you know, I'm a business guy. In his business, I've got situations and problems and issues every, every day. Uh, and, and again, uh, and so, so with that, uh, in running a business, uh, those things come at us. And so here's the footnote that's, that's important in here. Uh, is this nearsighted, it is a compound word taken from the base word mystery, uh, which, in, and the implication is that when, when the virtues of the divine nature are not flourishing in believers, it's because they are closing their eyes to the mysteries of our faith, which in this scripture just radically changed me in Colossians 1.27. Christ in me, Carrie, you, people listening, Christ in us is the hope of glory. That's that divine nature. I have, I am the divine nature of God living in me. And the Aramaic can be translated, he is, so, so again, what's happening here, they're still searching for the purification of his original sins. So if we're searching for that, we're missing what happened on the cross. So, so we've been, he's made us innocent and the past sins have been washed away. But if, if we're not recognizing what Jesus did and understanding and pursuing that intimate relationship with him, all of a sudden we become blind, that we don't see the mysteries and we don't know that identity of who we are. So for this reason, beloved ones, be eager to confirm and validate that God has invited you to salvation. And he's claimed us as his own. If you do these things, here it is. You'll never stumble. That's a big idea. That's a big idea that will never stumble. If you do these things, and what are the things? The things that we're doing is pursue Jesus. Pursue the divine nature. 
know our identity, grow in the word of God that's living in us in the understanding and the knowledge of who he is and who we are of our daddy, that intimate relationship. Not through, and again, yeah, it, out of that flows the doing, but, but it's not the doing that gets the relationship. It's in knowing him at the intimacy and that understanding. And the result, now look at this, as a result, the kingdom's gates will open wide to you as God choreographs your triumph entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Messiah. Let's make sure we get this now. As a result of the kingdom's gates will open, as, as this happens, we'll never stumble. As these virtues become a part of the tree of life, the gate opens up now and God choreographs your triumph entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior. We just, the Super Bowl has been won. The gates have opened. We have victory. When is this? Not when you get to heaven. Heaven opens its gates, doors now, and the kingdom is open for sons and daughters now. That's exciting news. That's why the light can shine. And, and down in, in the, the verse 10 here, just the footnotes here, is, is God spoke and you were his. You're meant to be a chosen word. And again, this is something we prayed in. The, you're, you're meant to be a chosen word from, from his mouth. That's a double-edged sword of the mouth. And you will not return, uh, turn to him void, but you will accomplish what he is destined for you to do. So the word of God does not return void. And, and as he spoke, and as we're speaking the word of God, it penetrates, it will not return void. And the Lord, and again, the Lord of the dance, the choir, there's the music uh, is, is happening. There's a celebration. And he's, and, and we are this, uh, this treasured uh, body uh, and soul that's glorifying God in, in our spirit living inside of us. So this is a great dance that we've got. So we're dancing unto the Lord uh, because of the salvation that he's given us. So what's happened is, we put the fraud fire extinguisher on 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 man, and and we have the design the divine nature of man. I am the divine nature of God. I have the divine nature of God living in me. So let's just look at this 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 scripture here too, which which I think is so important to grasp is if you listen to the word of God and don't live out the message you hear, you become like the person who looks into the mirror of the word to discover the reflection of his face in the beginning. So what was the reflection of the face in the beginning? The, the, in the beginning, Adam's face reflected God, the Father God, as redeemed sons and daughters of God and citizens in the kingdom. Our reflection is Jesus Christ living in us. You receive how God sees you in the mirror of the word. That's what the word says. We look into this mirror and we see Jesus. And that's the way we're to see others. We see them as Jesus. We want to speak to their spirit the way he speaks through his word to us so, but, here's the word, but. So now we come to a but. So that's the mirror. But then you go out and you forget your divine origin. 
And so now when you look in the mirror, you see your own face. But those who set their gaze deeply into perfecting law of liberty, the tree of life, into that law, are fascinated by and respond to the truth and they hear and are strengthened by it, they experience God's blessings in how much? And all that they do. Boy, if that's not a, a touchdown in victory, that, that's, that's, that is such good news. And so what we see here is that the unveiling of this divine nature is coming to us. And so this is in 2 Corinthians 3, 13 through 18. Uh, uh, we are not like Moses who used the veil to hide the glory to keep the Israelites from staring at him as it, as it faded away. Their minds, their, now look at that, their minds were closed and hard for even to this day, that same veil covers over their minds when they hear the words of the former covenant. Because many times what we're doing we're living by the former law, the covenant of, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the laws that are so important versus the grace and the love of Christ, the redemption of the tree of life. So we live in, 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 in their minds were closed and hardened for even to this day, the same veil covers over their minds. So that's that soul. Uh, when, when they hear the words of the former covenant, the veil has not yet been lifted from them, for it is only eliminated when one is joined in that partnership, as we talked about, to the Messiah. So, so the veil is only drawn or eliminated when we join to the Messiah. And I know when I heard the voice of God, it was like the shades to the window just opened up and I could see clearly through that window. And that literally is, is, is what I sensed when that happened. I could see clearly. And again, as I start seeing through that clear window, because that veil has gone away, that blockage has happened, and we can start seeing the spirit world that God lives in, heaven and earth. He created it. So until now, Whenever the Old Testament is being read, the same blinding comes over their hearts. And again, that's to, to all men, not just to the Jews, but to all men. But the moment one turns, look at it, the moment one turns to the Lord with what? An open heart, the veil is lifted, and they what? See. Now, are they seeing with natural eyes? Are we seeing with the spiritual eyes that God's given them? Now, the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit here is being referred to as Lord. So the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. So as the Holy Spirit comes in and wherever he is, the Lord, there is freedom. Wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And that freedom is from that condemnation, from that judgment of understanding what Jesus Christ has done. We can all draw close to him with the veil being removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of Jesus Christ. Isn't that neat? So now that mirror, we are a reflection of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And we are, look at this, we're being transformed into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And his glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. Wow, this is exciting stuff, is, is that it's so great. We're being transfigured as we pursue and seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, rather than walking by the flesh. So this, and again, he just reveals and reveals, and from Genesis to Revelation, the word of God reveals the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that's what we're doing here, Kira. We've been doing over, over these weeks and months. And we just, we're just so thankful because uh, as, as we've closed uh, our other uh, meetings and, and, and uh, podcasts, uh, we, we close with this declaration. Uh, of the believer's declaration of, of who we are. And, and, I, and again, the declaration here is, I, am, I have, I am the divine nature. I am divine nature. I have the divine nature of God living in me. But this, is, this has been, this has been our, our believer's declaration of our legal rights. I am a special race as a child of God, as a son and daughter, as a citizen in the kingdom of God now in the body of Christ in a kingdom of priests. Now, this is important because what's happened as, as, as this podcast, the radio shows that we've got are growing, there's a community of believers that's growing. And it's not identified by a building. Uh, it's being identified by the spirit of God. So that's a part of the ecclesia. That's the community of believers. I belong to the family of God. That is the assembly of the believers united together in the spirit. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy, which is the Holy Spirit. I'm restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the Word, Word, the Word of Christ. The Word became flesh, dwelt among us. I have the Word of God dwelling in me now. I've been crowned. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights. So these, these are legal rights we have in the kingdom now. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. That's the key. That's a key as we understand and know him. I have the legal, I have the legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the king. All that's underneath his, his feet, our feet, because we're sitting in Christ. Christ is in us, the hope of glory. So that's where he's at. He's sitting in throne, and we are his sons, uh, uh, working in, in here on earth, uh, fulfilling uh, the authority that God's given us here on earth uh, to, to, to bring the kingdom of God. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and, and, and they are healed. You know, Glenn, it's incredible. Uh, each time we go through the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, it's a solid reminder of how God sees us in this. And that's one of the reasons why we've made this um, actually into a, a special PDF certificate and we make it available on the Kingdom Living website 
at therepleminute.com. Uh, so there, you just go to therepleminute.com slash believers and you can download the certificate. And Glenn, like we talked about, it's so important uh, to, to, uh, to keep this fresh daily in front of us. So, uh, you know, I would recommend, you know, you print it out and you put it in a place where you're going to run across it. Glenn, it's very much like what you did in the book Fraud, where you put in uh, this whole section uh, called Who I Am in Christ. In fact, uh, as we went through that whole uh, teaching on the Kingdom Living series uh, a week or a few weeks back, um, that message resonates over and over because you always have the enemy trying to set you up and pull you back to the red line, which is why it's so important that you remember and you declare who you are in Christ Jesus, Glenn. Yeah. Amen. That red line after we are redeemed is gone. <laughs> and right. I wanted to race that red line on there today and I forgot to do that, but that's gone. Yeah. And, and again, because we've been redeemed and we're sitting in the heavenlies right now on the throne because he left earth the, to go back to the father. And that's, and that's that bilocational we've got now. And so we're ruling here. Satan does not have authority on earth. Right. He's given the authority to the sons of God, daughters of God, the children, the citizens of the kingdom of God. Isn't that beautiful to know? And we'll never, ever die. We'll never die. That's oh. now. That's now. Yeah. So important to keep that in mind. And again, uh, in a moment, Glenn, I'm going to ask you to pray uh, for everybody within, within the sound of this message. Before we get there, though, I just want to remind you, all of these teachings, the Kingdom Living series in its entirety, is available to you. You just go to therepleminute.com, and you'll find, not only will you find the Kingdom Living podcast available to you, uh, you'll see Glenn's daily Monday through Friday, the Repel Minute. He's been uh, publishing that continuously uh, since 2006. So that is a great biblical motivational way. You can actually just leave your email there. That's the only thing that's asked for. And you can actually have it in your inbox. A great way to start uh, every, every Monday through Friday day, free of charge uh, from the REPL Minute. And also uh, the fraud series, which uh, so much of this teaching emanates from that. We talked earlier about uh, you can access the book. It makes a great Bible study tool. But all of these resources are available to you at the REPL Minute. And again, as we mentioned at the outset, we're so excited that now the platform for this increases. We want to thank the thou uh, literally the hundreds of thousands of viewers on uh, who, who access Kingdom Living on Facebook, uh, those who go by and visit and uh, subscribe to the REPL Minute channel on YouTube, but now also those who are finding us on the podcast world, which is uh, every place from Apple's iTunes podcast to the Amazon podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Google, you name it, you'll find the REPL Minute there. And it's all an effort, Glenn, to just reach out and make sure uh, that the Word of God is available to whosoever will. And I think that's the key part that you that that you you labor diligently to help us remember is how God sees us and wants us to live in a kingdom living kind of way. Yeah, yeah. And and where to go into the dark world is is that uh, when I came to Christ, it was in business. And so as I, I continue to grow in Christ uh, and, and use business as ministry, uh, they came in and ordained me. I go, what's, I mean, 
You're, you're a business minister. Well, that's the calling all of us have. Wherever he's got us, use that as a platform in, in, to bring the light of Christ into darkness. And again, I'm saying this because my encouragement has, has been what we're doing right here, you can do. And, and, and one of the things we've been doing is taking uh, books like Fraud and other books, and, and, and we'll take small groups and just do uh, pot, I want to say go to meeting, Zoom. Uh, we'll have small groups and just walk them through good books because people are looking to be discipled. I got discipled through business. There's a businessman that walked with me for about 18 months and helped bring the message of Christ. And so with that, people are looking for the truth. And many times uh, we got to walk with somebody also. So I just encourage you, use, use the materials, use the fraud book, use the, uh, uh, these podcasts, get them out there. And it begins challenging people to think differently because we're renewing the mind. We've been trained by the world. We know the world system really well, but to bring in the kingdom of God system uh, is a whole new way to think. And it brings peace. It brings light now. Yeah, so important. Well, and, and by the way, just before we close out, uh, you know, I thought it was fascinating because you and I were talking about this before we began the podcast, how you actually incorporate uh, these teachings. You work with Christian financial advisors, uh, literally, uh, who are part of your entire GA REPL company network. And, and it's interesting that, that um, this becomes foundational. We were talking about how really it's hard to separate where one part begins and the other part ends because when we're here, we're on assignment <laughs> from, from the Lord. And, and it's fascinating how all of that ties together. And so Glenn, as you, uh, as you pray over everybody uh, this afternoon, uh, as we close out this, uh, this podcast, you know, let's really remember this believer's declaration of legal rights and who God says we are in kingdom living. That's so good, Carrie. Thank you. Thank you. Father, we, we do. We, we just are grateful. Uh, your will is that to give thanks. You've, you've said to give thanks in everything because that's the will of the Father in Christ Jesus. We just thank you. We praise you. We just thank you for what you've done in loving us and accepting us. And that's everybody that's able to hear uh, our voice now, that they're hearing your voice speaking to their hearts. Father, we thank you. We just praise you for loving us and accepting us and redeeming us and making us and restoring us back to our image. Uh, into the into your image and likeness and father just uh, use these teachings uh, that your word does not return void and father just empower and, and give your strength your divine nature is living in everyone that is receiving you in Christ Jesus may we understand that we are sons and daughters of yours that you love us you accept us and Father, we, we just thank you. We give you all the praise, all the praise. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And thank you, uh, viewer for or listener, as the case may be, uh, if for joining us for today's Kingdom Living. Remember all these materials at therepleminute.com. Thank you, Glenn, for sharing. And then uh, we will see you on the next edition of Kingdom Living Podcast.